When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Jules Von Hepp. Hello, I'm Sarah Powell. And welcome to Wobble, a podcast about happiness and body confidence. Because we all wobble. On this week's episode of Wobble, we have got Helen Thorne. Now, Helen is one half of comedy duo Scummy Mummies, uh, but also she is championing body confidence through her own Instagram channel, Helen Wears a Size 18. She's so inspirational, but also she's she has one of those feeds that you cannot stop looking at yeah. because she's so feel good and real. And I find her so inspiring yes. as a human being. Massively. She's also hilarious. She's sunny, she's Australian, and we absolutely loved our chat with her. Helen Thorne is here! Yay! to you and hello to the listeners. Oh, it's so lovely to Aww. have you. You're Thank such you. a wonderful ray of sunshine. Aww, I yeah. can't even tell you like instantly I feel uplifted yeah. by Aww. you just being in the room. That's also to do with the mustard yes, as well. Yes, <laughs> Their eyes yeah, are happened? watering. So on the way here... <laughs> Our <laughs> eyes are watering. <laughs> <laughs> on the way here I was very hungry and mm. I don't like being hungry going into a podcast. I don't I'll... like being hungry full stop, Helen. Never. No. no. So I just, I, it was like a sign. I walked past, it was a sign I walked past and it said bagels and I was like I must get a bagel so between here and the five minute walk uh, I literally hoovered up a bagel a uh, salt beef bagel which was just dripping in mustard so I came in thinking and I had that big smear of mustard on my scarf so yes it was a very nice look what I loved was, I it, was to... it was pure evidence that yes. you ate it fast yes. <laughs> yeah that's it when you're wearing it afterwards mm. that's always a sign that you've really enjoyed something oh. isn't it I know no chewing involved just pure just like yes. oh god just inhaling that's right. like that like, oh. like a baby up. penguin yes, being yes. fed exactly. by its mother that's it absolutely exactly. what a lovely image for your listeners yes. <laughs> Um, it is so lovely to have you here. Um, you are one half of Scummy Mummies. That's right. Um, but also, and this has been more recent, you've got the Instagram, which is Helen wears a size eighteen. That's right. That's yes. it, isn't it? So how did how did that start? Ah, oh, well, so the Scummy Mummies have been going for like four years or so, and occasionally I would post something about body confidence on uh, the Instagram or talk about it on the podcast, and it would always get this kind of really positive and wonderful response and I mean often the times I'd post about it I'd be quite sincere and I sort of thought oh I mean it kind of fits in scummy mummies but I think it would be good having it on a separate platform because I think people really want to talk about it but it's not so ironic or sarcastic especially yeah. when you're talking about 
things that are sensitive. So I thought... Yeah, because Scummy Mummies is comedy and this is like taking comedy in a different angle. It's giving it more of a light-hearted message. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think people struggle with body image and body confidence. So I didn't want to take... I mean, it's okay to take the piss out of me, but I don't think it's okay to take the piss out of that issue. Yes. Yeah. So I thought it needed a different kind of platform. And also, you know, I like getting free clothes. Yeah. Let's, let's be yes. honest. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Hashtag spawn. Sure. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So... I wanted a sort of area for that. And I, I just could not believe the kind of response that it got. So I just, yeah. I initially was just like, I posted a couple of pictures and then, and then it's sort of grown and grown and grown. And I get now the most amazing kind of letters and messages from people saying, I've rediscovered fashion or I've, you know, reevaluated my, the way I think about my body. And so that's been a really amazing and really heartwarming kind of um, thing that's come out of it. So it's really nice. So I've got kind of two platforms really. Yeah. Um, And it's not that Ellie's not interested in body image, but it's something that I'm kind of really passionate about. And then Ellie's really passionate about video games. So it's really nice that we've both got things that we do separately, but also together. And it both feeds into Scummy Mums as well. Oh, it's the dream. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. I mean, like you guys, you've got your your togetherness. Yes. You go off and spray bodies and you go off and be fabulous and talk on radio and Big Brother. So it's nice. Yeah, it is. And then we come back together. And we're ridiculous. Yes. And then ridiculous again. Because what I mean, why do you think it connects so much? Because it's been huge; it's grown so fast, which yeah. is so lovely for mm. you. Um, but why does it connect? Do you think? I think because I look like your friend. I look like your. I I I don't go it as a, as a serious fashionista. I go at it like, oh look, I just found this you know top that I really like, or you know I I, I and I do it in real time as well. Like I, I shoot all my own pictures on my iPhone. It looks like and it is. It's just me and my Lou. I love it. I love it. With all the loo rolls behind you and the toilet brush in the background. I think that's something that um, Instagram is really pining for at the moment is real. Yeah. Yeah. And keeping it real. I think this, you know, these these breams of edited content, Mm. I think actually uh, what I really connect with 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 that feed is I feel like I am your friend. That's exactly how it yes. is. I yeah. feel like I know you, but I also, I find that it's very infectious for me. Like, I find that I feel better about my body, even though I'm a man and you're a woman. Yeah. I still look at it, I'm like, oh, I feel way more happier in my oh, own skin. that's yeah. so nice. And that's, that's what I want to keep kind of doing. And I, and I, it's really funny, like I bought a really expensive camera, but I haven't used it because I, th- I also think, but that's not really me. Like, I, yeah. I'll, I'll just put on some clothes and go, oh, I really like this and I'll take a photo of it. And it has to have that kind of, authenticity and that's what I like about the feed and also like about scummy mummies is that as soon as we are a bit fake or trying to sell yes. something yep. we don't believe in I think people will notice I think people know straight away and I think there's a reason that you connect with some things and not other things and sometimes you can't articulate it you're just like I don't know why I just don't like it and mm. so often it just comes down to authenticity mm. like what you just know you're like well that's not real or you're not telling me the whole picture there's something missing there's a part mm. missing here yeah. you're either getting paid and you're not sort of saying or being quite as transparent as you should be or you're just yeah you're trying to live up to something or project something that's just not who you are and I love it I love it when you um you know when you balance on the step like the toilet step that your kids obviously (laughs) use when you balance on that you're like look at my boots can you see I love it absolutely it is it's just it's amazing. I am excited about it because I've spent so many years, um, you know, not feeling good about my body and then so many years just being in this 
foggy cloud of motherhood. And it's only been in the last sort of year or so that I'm like, oh, wow, closer for me. And they're in my size. And I don't have to feel like I'm apologizing for being a size 18 or I don't have to apologize for being a mum or or being, you know, 40. Like yeah. all those sort of things that you've sort of been set up to think, oh, that's not good enough, that's not good enough. All those sticks to beat yourself yes. with. And I sort of want to flip that in a way and kind of celebrate that because so many of the people who write to me say, oh, you know, that that's what makes them feel bad, is that being a bit bigger or um, a mum or old or, yeah. you know, hairs and bumps and lumps when we shouldn't feel that that's a bad thing. Yeah. So, yeah. What was the turning point for you around mm. it all? Like, what was the moment that you, you were able to go, do you know what, I'm just going to celebrate, actually, and not carry on with the sticks yeah I think there's been a couple of times when I've got off stage with scummy mummies because um we wear like gold cat suits which you know basically yeah I want to talk that, about the cat yeah, suits yeah I want to yeah. talk about them too <laughs> so basically we look like we're in the nude um, <laughs> the gold nude I Shiny wish nude. I looked like I was in gold when I took my clothes that would be incredible oh, that's why you were shy <laughs> sorry <laughs> I guess um, I just remember coming off stage once and, and someone came up to me in the loose and just said, thank you for for just being your size. And it's so nice to see someone who looks like me on stage. Um, and I just thought, oh, that's really that's really kind. And I just thought, oh, we need more bigger bodies in the media. We need yeah. diversity in fashion and all those sort of things. And I, I've just been sort of hiding and going, oh, no. And then I just thought, no, I've got to, I've got to do that just for me. And I enjoy it, but also for other people because I know there's not just me out there. I'm basically the average UK size, which is a 16. But you are beautiful. Yeah. Like, your body is beautiful. Like, I'm just saying, like, she's wearing the brightest purple top. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, a really, like, gorgeous orange necklace. And, like, you just look gorgeous. <laughs> oh, that's really kind. But from my side, like, were you nervous when you put the catsuit on for the first time? Were you oh. like, oh, my gosh, this is tight? Or were you like, no, I'm going to just fly this flag? Yeah. Uh, I think there's something very empowering about doing it together. Like, Ellie and I... Yeah. We always said, you know, two people in cat suits is uh, funny. One person yeah. in a cat suit is sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's about so a true. festival, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, exactly. It's, so like the, it's like if Nemo lost his, like, shoal. That's yeah. what it is, someone in a cat suit on their yeah, own. Yeah, on their exactly, own. Yes. Exactly, exactly. So, because I went out to Australia last year to do a solo woman's show and and people said are you going to bring the cat gold cat suit I was like no because it, it looks sad just one lady in a gold cat suit so um, <laughs> like, what happened to the other one <laughs> oh, no. oh so, she's so, brought it anywhere oh, no. oh. like, mm, it just looks weird in a pub you know <laughs> But was it was it hard, like because Ellie is like I I don't know how to phrase this properly, but because Ellie's slim, yeah, yeah. Like, mm. Was it hard when she put the catsuit on, and there, was there a moment of going, oh, what am I going to look like? Or were yeah. you just like, no, let's do this, let's do that's this. That's so and, incredible. And also because we both have had two kids mm-hmm. each, and this is what bodies look like. And Ellie is the classic apple. She's got really skinny legs and really skinny arms, and then she's got this tiny little like little tummy. But she she's just she's just teeny but she's she's very um she's never made me feel like I'm the wrong size or shape or, yeah. or anything like that yeah and we both have we just there's no shame and we've also done like a naked photo shoot which we yeah. did last year yeah I saw that how was that that was amazing like so so we were part of this thing called the warrior 
Queer Woman Project, and then and they said you you can feel free to go as nude as possible. And then he's like, well, we're going to go full nude, aren't we? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what we did was we stuck um, baby bells on our nipples and we just held a bottle of gin in front of our minge, and yeah. that was it. And had a couple of fish fingers as necklaces. So that was really great. And again, I probably wouldn't do that by myself. Yes. And yeah. there was something about doing it together as friends and feeling a real solidarity. Yeah. together and I think and it's nice that we're both up there in our gold cat suits because we're representing different body shapes mm. yeah because um, it's, it's, it'd be easy to go oh well Ellie's slim so you know she's got a great figure it would be so easy to do that wouldn't yeah, it yeah yeah and of course Ellie's bound to have her own I know we can't speak for Ellie but yeah. everybody's got their stuff haven't she's more they? hung up about her body than I am she's like oh god my tummy's so fat and there's me going oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Huge. Um. But I don't just wish something that people could see their bodies how you see them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's I found it really amazing when we did this sort of um, this photo shoot day with all these different women, and there were women who were teeny, just having major hang-ups about you know their boobs and their legs and their bums and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, but you look beautiful. You yeah. look perfect. How can you think that way? And I think you never see what's going on inside people's heads and, no. and, and and what baggage and experiences they've had, you know, which, yeah. which, which brings them to, de- to today, really. So That's it. Is, yeah. there, is there part of being um, a mum that you, you know, you want your kids to... Because a lot of my body confidence issues comes from things that my mum or my grandma said to me growing up. Yeah. Um, little jibs here and there about, mm. oh, you've got podgy, and that yeah. then slowly ingrains into you. But, like... As someone who is championing body confidence, but also as a mum, like what advice will you give to your children? Yes, no, no, no. We don't like to say the f word, uh, fat, in our house, and um, and yeah, I just always say things like, "You've got a strong." I've got a nine-year-old daughter, so I'm really conscious of that. You've got a strong body. You look great, but also champion other things about her, and we don't. Yes, we don't focus on on those sort of things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and we and like my son's really lean, so is my husband. So they're they're, <laughs> they're different body shapes again. So I think I think um and we I we don't walk around the nude lots, but I think it's important that you don't cover yeah. up as well. And like yeah. when I'm on the beach, I'm in a bikini and wriggling around. Right. And we do lots of dancing together. Big fans of Daft Punk in our house. Great. <laughs> oh, great. I'm yeah. coming over. <laughs> Daft Punk naked disco. Yes. This sounds I mean... amazing. <laughs> sounds a bit like a gay club to me. <laughs> oh, I know. But this, is, this is what we're hoping. Um... <laughs> Did you grow up in a nude house? No, very closed, right. closed doors. Yeah. Um, so the irony that I've become a spray tan and working with bodies is yeah. unbelievable. Um, but I think that's why I've connected so much with body confidence because I didn't have any when mm. I started and now I'm getting more and more and more confident yeah um and also my family are all very very slim and I have wobbles because I love eating <laughs> and, I, and I'm Literally happy with my best, body the best thing ever eating is lovely <laughs> yeah eating and sleeping oh. I think are the two greatest things that you can do with your whole life oh, actually I know I'm going to put snogging in there as well actually yeah a touch of snogging yeah, but that just gets snogging. in the way of sleeping of and eating, eating so. <laughs> What makes me more happy. So. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I was amazed that you talked about with the spray tanning is that everybody that you come to tan apologises. Like everybody. that's how it starts. Whatever the shape or size, they could be a Victoria's Secret model, they could be a mum, They like every shape, body, size, somebody apologises when they get in the booth. They, they'd say, I'm really sorry about this or I hate this or I wish this wasn't like this and I cannot believe that it's the same continuous message. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. You know, and tanning brings confidence and it brings that element of like loving your skin that you're in and 
But it, I just couldn't get over this constant apology because yeah. what I saw was something incredibly beautiful and it was just a body. And also, I had a car on the meter. I was yeah. like, I don't have time to be looking at anything. <laughs> no. I'm £2.50 and that clock is ticking. Bring your jibber jabber. <laughs> I'm not here for therapy, love. Get in that mood. <laughs> Bend over, love. Yeah. <laughs> but it is amazing that that is the starting point. Like, yeah. what a place to start that conversation yeah. about your body. Apologising straight yeah. away. Oh, I'm really sorry about this or I'm sorry for that. Or I can't have this. Like, it's unreal, isn't and it? did you, when you were younger, have hang-ups? Like, when you first got with your husband? Because I was reading a book recently on how it is to feel good naked. You know, when you get to that level, that point, yeah. when you mm. take your clothes off and... I was saying to my partner this weekend, I was like, he makes me feel so confident in my skin. He makes me feel incredible and doesn't make me feel like, you know, I can't be in this position. I've got to move around. Like, was there any moments where you were like, oh no, or is he amazing with it? Um, Yeah, I think think that's grown because we've been together for 20 years. So we were together and we're, you know, both of us have been up and down with our weight. Both he, he's had confidence issues. Like in the last year, uh, he's got into like triathlon. So he looks amazing. And I think our physical connectedness has got better because of that. A, because I've had more confidence and he's had more confidence. But I think, yeah, I mean, it started off when we were uh, students. So it was mainly just drunk. So it didn't matter. Yes, fine. Good. Yes. <laughs> that was all good. But I think they got to a point, I think after about five years, where we do feel a bit self-conscious and yeah. and like we were getting into our late 20s and um I don't know I think I think there were times where we were a bit sort of not shy around each other but it, it's gone up and down actually and now it's amazing because I just I remember reading something it's like when you have sex you know just envisage yourself as the most sexiest person and you will be the sexiest person I think as as long as there's no mirrors <laughs> Myself. But nobody looks good, whatever the size. No, like, I nobody know. looks good. I used to think that. I used to say it's actually awful. You're in front of the person that you fancy the most, yeah. you're naked, and you've got to move. Yeah. Like all of it combined is just like. But, but then so have they. Yes. That's yes. what I was well, thinking. So yeah, have they've they. got their funny yeah. faces. And I had a real moment actually of yeah. going, well, what's so great about them actually? Mm. You know, like you were saying um, when you went for the naked photo shoot and everyone was like, oh, I hate this, or I don't like this, or people are apologizing in the booth. It's because we've been given this one sort of image, haven't yes. we? That it's got you've got to look like Rihanna and you've got to look like um Hugh Jackman mm. and they are the body types of anything outside of that you've got to apologize for. Yeah. And I think I had that real moment of going, well the people that I'm sleeping with, what's so great about them? They've got normal bodies. They've got yeah. normal yeah. things and But and also they're into you. Yes. They're into you. Yeah. And they want to see you having a good time. Yeah they do. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. do. They absolutely do. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Because um, in terms of sort of the journey of your figure, mm. have you, I mean, were you always a size 18? What is it? No, sort of no. And I think that was the, the thing is like when I grew up, um, I grew up in Australia where, you know, you didn't wear many clothes and it was very sport driven. And I wasn't that sporty. I was really into like being in the school musicals yes. and all those sort of things. Oh, we would have gone so well. So Helen. well. <laughs> would have been there. Debating teams <laughs> yes. and all those things. <laughs> Volunteering for that sort of stuff. And so I didn't, A, I didn't fit into that um, kind of type of Aussie girl anyway. And I just remember I was probably like a size 12 and people would, and that was fat really. Mm. And, and so I was always teased about my weight in high school and things like that. So I think that started eating, eating at me. Anyway, and then I had a boyfriend um, at the beginning of uni and he was not very nice about my weight and, you know, always wanted me to exercise and didn't like me eating and things like that. So that, again, had more of a detrimental effect on how I saw myself. And so I think I did a lot of comfort eating and lots of that and just sort of thought, well, I'm fat anyway and all those sort of things. So I think that had a big impact and... All my brothers, I've got three brothers, they're all quite slim. I just remember one of my younger brothers said, you know, you know, have you ever thought of losing weight because you'd look really beautiful if you were oh. thinner? And I was like, that came from somebody in my family. Yeah. And that really was hurtful. Comments like that that people really don't consider. Yeah. Of, yeah. What, of how you then can interpret it. And, yeah. You know, that, that's, I've had comments like that. I'm, I'm sure you have as well. They really sting, don't they? They They really stick, actually. Mm. They sit somewhere in you and then there's this whole belief system that can come out of them that wasn't even yours in the first place. It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I think think those sort of of comments just sort of eat away and you just want to cover up and more cover up and things like that. So, yeah, but then I think getting into comedy was one of the big turnarounds uh, for me and that's when I was about 24. So I first got into stand-up then. And then it was just a very powerful... Uh, experience because I was making a group of strangers laugh because of the things I wrote and said and did and it didn't matter that I was a size 16 or a size yeah. 10 people appreciated who who I was for for me um, so I just loved that and that was a real kind of um, boost I think so yeah. I think that had and then um, yeah and then I had kids and that kind of I gave up comedy for six years and then on my first gig back I met Ellie and wow. so um, it was, and it was just one of those amazing kind of moments. Um, so I think, and then it was just really nice to meet someone who who had no fucks to give, like yes. no shame, yes. all those sort of things. And that I think that gave me the confidence to get uh, get more confident in myself. Yeah. Really, so that was that was really amazing. So I think, um, yeah, they're the big things that really happened to me is yeah. doing comedy and meeting Ellie. With having the babies, mm. did you get that pressure that, oh, I've got to get back to what I was or I've got to get on to, do you know what I mean? Like something's yeah. got to change. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what I did, this is this is crazy. So I I got pregnant and about two weeks after I got pregnant, we got engaged. So after I had the baby, I had the pressure of uh, yes. 
the wedding. getting married. Yeah. And, and of course, I was a size 16 then. And so what I did is I went to the Vivian Westwood uh, frock shop in Bond Street and I tried on a dress and it was a 16. And they're like, oh, that looks great. And they like hooked me up and strapped me in. I said, great, I'll take the 12. And they're like, what? I was like, no, I'll just take the 12. And then, um, yeah, they're like, well, you can't return it if it's damaged. I was like, no, just give me the fucking 12. So I yeah. had on my card, yeah. credit card. And then I had six months to get into this <gasps> dress because it was really expensive. It was like 900 quid. Oh, my God. What, that's, that's what a impre- pressure. That's yeah. intense yeah. pressure to put on yourself. Would you do it again? I don't know. I think I was quite insane because I had not slept and I was like, right, yeah. Uh, and and it was that thing that weddings make you a bit Lulu. I'm sure. Yeah. You, I'm sure you'll be fine. No, I'm 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 heading that way, <laughs> Helen. I'm, I'm, I am definitely going that way. But you you got in it, didn't you? Yeah. So so basically, in a nutshell, I didn't try it on until five minutes before my wedding. <gasps> And then I know I was in the hotel opposite the church and then I just said to my friends, all right, let's do this. And yeah. like it took three people and they hooked me in and that was it. Yeah, uh, I was ready to go. But that was a nuts thing to do. But I had this image in my head that I had to be a size 12. Yeah. I had to be thin. I had to be this for to be a bride. And then I haven't really dieted since. But that was <laughs> after I had a baby. But there was something about everyone's like, oh, you look so great. And then you've got this memory of you being thin on your wedding day. But, you know, is that really me? Why did I have to do that to myself? Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty, pretty nuts. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's what I did. I don't recommend it because no. it's an expensive option. Yeah. I did have some safety pins just I was going to say, did you have a backup? Yeah. And where is that dress now? In the in the cupboard. Yeah. But it just sort of hangs there. And it's lovely because I always wanted a Vivian Westwood, like, yeah. extra booby, fabulous. As yes. my friend said, you don't wear a Vivian Westwood dress, it wears you. And so it's like, whoa, yeah. like a proper corseted thing. So that was, that was you know. Yeah. What a moment, though. What, what a time. What an like, idiot. <laughs> There, nail on the head. Dickhead. Nail on the head. Dickhead. It's a stupid thing to do. But I remember I heard an interview with Dawn French and she did the same thing. She said, I had to be a size 12 bride. There was something about that. And then she starved herself and she she said, like, Lenny, who she was marrying, was like, no, what are you doing? Yeah, right. It's just a weird condition. It is a weird thing. It's actually a very odd concept when you think of it like you should just be really like your partner obviously completely loves you Mm. for you yeah yeah it's the thing about wanting to be the best you can be on that day yeah there's something around that as as a homosexual man i've never understood (laughs) any of this side of a woman's brain yeah yeah do you know what it is it's a perfection thing and actually somebody i heard on a podcast that somebody said if you've got perfection you've got drama there's always drama that comes with with any sort of perfection like it's got to be perfect it's got to, yeah. there's always going to be like mm. you know something mm. around that so yeah it is weird <laughs> imperfect is perfect yes, yes. Absolutely. absolutely um what would you say helen if you do have a wobble what is it that makes you wobble uh, it's my mother-in-law she's nuts right <laughs> <laughs> she's my wobble man um right so, so um, when I was first dating Will, um, he comes from quite a well-to-do family. And he brought me home when I was 19 and I had pink hair. I was wearing like trousers from a charity shop and like a really old scruffy T-shirt. And so Will's mother um, said, oh, Helen, would you just come upstairs with me? And I was like, all right, this is interesting. And then on her bed, she had laid out <gasps> six different outfits. <gasps> First time you've met her? No, I think it was the second time. Okay, fine. But she yeah. said, look, we've got friends coming over. And then she closed the door and said, look, just choose one of these outfits wow. so you'll feel more comfortable. 
Wow. What uh, did you do? Well, I was 19 and I wa- I had no confidence. Yeah. And I wanted to impress her and yeah. I didn't want it to be weird. So I put on her clothes <laughs> and then I came downstairs and we was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Bridget Jones carpet. Do you know what it is? But it's worse because it's his mum's clothes. Like, imagine, imagine. He's like, "What are you doing?" I. Do you know what? I would have done exactly the same thing. I would have done. I. I would like to think that I would have turned around and gone, "Take me as I am. Look at me." There's no. There's no way I would do that. There's no way. I don't think I can. I don't think I could bring do you myself think to do it. differently now, Jules. <laughs> no, 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 because you were 19. Uh, yeah, right, like, yeah. Would you do it now? No, no. Now I like wear a gold cat suit for a living. I feel like that's yeah. like the ultimate revenge. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, no, God. It's just, it's just, yeah, she always just makes me feel, oh, just like she's she's the one who still gets to me. Right. Anybody in the world. Yeah. And I think that's that relationship you have or yeah. some people have with their partners, parents. And I just used to, like I used to get my hair cut and she'd come and she'd touch and go oh don't worry it'll grow back oh no <laughs> just oh. complete passive aggressive yeah, that's it. It's oh my god she's like oh you've got such a lovely face what did you do that for <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it is it's amazing that drip feed and it is yeah. so often is that one person everybody else is like you know cool about it and you're yeah. cool with them and just that and one nice. person that gets yeah just gets stuck in it's usually through jealousy that yeah. people will comment like that it's usually through jealousy and she's obviously jealous because she's married her son and yes yeah. Yeah. I do think to like him that. that she's not allowed yeah. to and it's <laughs> <laughs> But it's interesting that she said, I want you to feel more comfortable, but it was yeah. totally for her to feel no, more no, comfortable. Exactly. It was totally projecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she often slipped me some money and said, just get yourself some new clothes. Why don't you get yourself a new cardigan? <laughs> a gold cat suit. Yeah. <laughs> and look at you now, a fashion Instagram. Yeah, I know. Look at, that. That's look so at that. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Helen, it's been the dream. Oh, it's done. The absolute the dream. absolute dream. So, look, where can people find you? Uh, well, do, do follow the Scummy Mummies at Scummy mummies and at helen wears a size 18 that's lovely and come see the scummy mummies live come see me in literally the flesh yes all the flesh come and have a look (laughs) (laughs) we're going to be doing a gig in london but we're going to be all around the country so and we do also do a podcast after you've listened to all your things yes yeah you've got a spare minute (laughs) listen to the scummy mummies podcast you've been on it sarah i have got it's it's terrific yeah i just always remember the cheese platter that was pulled out afterwards that was my main overriding but being on the podcast was glorious i mean it's all right yes. <laughs> the cheese is very very good though have you got any um final words that you would love to pass on to anyone listening who may be in you know the position you were in at 19 yeah that you would love to say this is advice from me uh, i would say just do just at least one thing for yourself every day whether it's put on a bit of lippy or mascara even if you're feeling a bit crap just find something that makes gives you a bit of joy every day and start from that and then put on 17 things that make you happy yes and get your nails done yeah (laughs) always get your nails done always I haven't been into it for many years and then all of a sudden I'm like I have to have sparkly nails. Yeah, that's it. It brings me joy. It does. It makes you feel like, it makes you feel reborn, doesn't it? Oh, I can. I can start again. Look at me. Here I am. Um, Helen, thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Cheers. Fine to applaud yourself. (laughs) Always fine to applaud yourself. Absolutely. (laughs) 
The thing is about Helen, I want to have a baby so I can be a scummy mummy and not just scummy as I am at the moment. She's so good. She's hilarious, actually. I have a massive friend crush on Helen. Yes. I think I've followed Helen on Instagram for a long time and always known in my heart that we'd get on. Yeah. Because she's just so real and she comes in and you must feel the same. She's a sunshine. Yeah. She's so like exuberant and I love how honest she was. The fact that she has been, you know, she has had those wobbles. She's had those downs and, you know, her mother-in-law. Oh, how, I mean, how do you even cope with <laughs> that? With but, but she comes back and she's doing what she loves and she's going out there with such strong confidence about herself, wearing an, a cat suit. Yeah. I mean, she's so insane inspiring to be around it's amazing we love you helen we do we do we do if you have enjoyed this podcast this episode of wobble please give us a five star rating on itunes and subscribe i love that you won't settle for anything less than five stars (laughs) i'm a doer i'm a giver you know what i'm saying um if you want to get in touch i'm at jules von hair and i'm at this sarah powell and you can slide on into the dms if you have any feedback or you just want to say hi we are at jules and sarah podcast and this is in association with a tanning brand that I have co-founded called Isle of Paradise, a brand that is here for you uh, to help you look and feel better. We will see you next time for another brilliant guest on Wobble. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.